So I want to review and just fill out what we discussed last week that Perek Membe's Pasuk Zayin. Yosef speaks Koshais, spoke harshly to the brothers. Shaya Perek Yotes, which is a Perek that corresponds to Miketz, where it talks about the Chachbe Mitzrayim, can't save Mitzrayim, and Mitzrayim is going to be struck by a drought, and the river is going to dry up, and no one knows the Eitz of Hashem. Um, there it says, in Pasuk Gimel, in Pasuk Dalet, Zikarti es Mitzrayim biyad adoinim kosher. Perikutes, Nishayat Pasuk Dalet. Mitzrayim will be handed over into a, uh, a harsh master, Umelech az yimshobom. And that's the downfall of Mitzrayim. And Nishayat is inscribed by this idea that Mitzrayim is going to be given to Umelech kosher. Umelech az adoinim kosher. So, similarly, as we discussed last week, Yosef, who comes to the aid of Mitzrayim here and um, props Mitzrayim up with his Ruach Elikim, as we discussed, he, the Ruach Elikim appears in, in Pari's dream because he dreams about the Shtufa's Kodim, and the Kodim is the Ruach Hashem. And Yosef is, represents himself as being the Ruach Hashem, who has a message for Pare. But the Kodim is called the Ruach HaKosha. As the Pazik said, Yishaya Hogoi Beruach HaKosha Beyoim Kodim. It is the day of the Kodim. And, and the Kodim is Hashem's Ruach. That's Kosha. So Yosef, who comes to the aid of Pare with his Ruach, also introduces, or, or at least encourages, um, Kashus. Harshness, and and the downfall of Mitzrayim, as described in Yeshaya, is that there's going to be a Melch Adonim Kasha. So in in fact, Mitzrayim's downfall came about because Pare had a live Kasha, but the actual slave Pare. So as the pasuk says, that pasuk in Yeshaya, Adonim Kasha Melch Az Yimshobom. We spoke about the pasuk last week in Mishnah, which says Asher Ya'ane Azos, meaning power leads to Azos and power leads to harshness. So Yosef. Who consolidated Mitzrayim's power? And at the one moment in Sefer Bereishis, where Mitzrayim, land of Mitzrayim, which is the land of power, the land that always had the wealth, the one time where they were actually in at risk of losing their wealth, Yosef secured them, and he made them true Ashirim, and therefore Az and Kasha, and therefore Paris picked up on that. Uh, his label was Kasha. And um, and he suffered, but he actually slave Paroi, and he came out to the Yamsuf, and that's the Ruchei Hakasha, the Yom Kodim, and as it says over there, because the Ruch Kasha, the Ruch Azah, like it says, Adonim Kasha, and the Melech Az, Adonim Kasha, and the Melech Az, his punishment is that he has a Kasha slave, even in the face of danger, and um, he faces the um, the Ruch Kodim Azah Kalalaila. And that's called the Yoim Kodim in Yishai, that Hashem destroys the time of the Yoim Kodim, the day of the Kodim, as it says by the Yamsuf, Ahib Hashem Arasabaykir, and that was the day of the Kodim, when Pyra was wiped out. Okay. And all this was because, part of the story, of course, is that the Adonim Kasha of Mitzrayim placed Avodah Kasha on his people, 
So he's kosha, he's harsh. He's a harsh, harsh master. Okay, this is basically what we said last week, just putting it together. Now I want to add a few, um, few nekudas. Take a look at Mizmar Pe'al. So Mizmar Pe'alif is the Mizmar about Yosef when he goes out to Mitzrayim. And we spoke about it last week, we spoke about it the week before. Mamsh corresponds to Miketz, so you have to learn Miketz to go to Mizmar Pe'alif. There it says about the Bnei Yisrael that they didn't listen to the voice of Hashem. Instead of listening to the Kodesh Hashem, they, Hashem left them Bishriwaslibam. Now, what does Shriwaslibam mean? But as it says, Shariar means tough, stubborn, as in Aramaic. Shariar Vikayom. Shariar means strong in Aramis. Others also explain it that way. So, Shriwaslibam, Rashi consistently explains the word Shriwaslibam, like Bishriwaslibayelech, in Pashtun Rashi always explains it in Russian Ashur, to see. Um, to see. But the Benezer and others explain it in Russian toughness, based on the Aramaic. So, and I'll show you that there's a reason to read it this way in the Mizmah. means that Hashem is inviting them. Mitzrayim is the place of the Adonim Kosha and the king whose, whose big downfall was that he had a Kasha slave. So, you have to come out of Mitzrayim and not be Kosha. And as, of course, we know, the big time against Chayisrael is always at their Kshay Oref. So it means the problem with Mitzrayim is that they were Kasha. That's, that, that's the Nekudah Zatorfa of Mitzrayim, is that they were Kasha, they didn't Kasha. And the Melech Kasha Pari didn't recognize when he's facing danger and be careful. And you are taken out of Mitzrayim and you're supposed to not be in Am Kshay Oref. But instead, it doesn't work and we're Kasha and we're Kasha and we're Kasha. And that's the big problem, not to be Kasha. It's a major, very, very important thing, not to be Kasha. It means to be sensitive, to be aware of the fact that there's, a, that, that, that there's something to be to be worried about, something to think about. And instead they had Shrivas Halev. Instead they had Shrivas Halev, they were Kasha. Okay, now what I want to show you another place, another reason to believe that the Shrivas Halev corresponds to the, to the Makshas Liboy. Because it says like this, we have Mizmah Pe Aleph, and we also have Mizmah Tzadikeh. Everyone knows Mizmah Tzadikeh, is L'chud Rana. I want to show you, I've been thinking about this for a very long time, which is that Mizmah Tzadikeh, L'chud Rana, Corresponds to Mizmor Pe Aleph. So I want to walk you through this, through the parallels. Chunar Manor Lashem is like Haninu, Melekim Uzeinu. Nariel Tsuyishainu is like Hariu, Melekim Yaakov. Going back and forth here. And then it says in Mizmor Tzadik Ahei, we could be Hashem's Am, Anachnu Am Amar Isai Hayoim Melekim Only we listen to his voice. We have to listen to him. And as it says in Mizbar Pe'alaf, we didn't listen to him, so instead we have Shuris Halev. And in Mizbar Tzadikei, it says, Al Takshu So the Kashis Halev is what's necessary, or the opposite of Kashis Halev is necessary to be the Am Hashem. To be, Hashem invites us to come out of time and be his Am. But in order to do that, we have to, in order to hear his message, we can't be makshed alayf, as we did by Mariva, and that's what it says in Mizmor Pe'alef. Ebchoncho almei Mariva selo, and Mizmor Tzadikei talks about the fact that we didn't know Hashem's ways, and similarly, Mizmor Pe'alef, it says, 
we saw if only we would be Hoylech B'dachei Hashem. Okay? And the other parallel is that in Mizrah Pe'alaf, it talks about Efchoncho, Hamemri Vazalo, and in Mizrah Tzadikei, B'chanuni, we test Hashem. B'chanuni, even though the Hashem is testing us, so we're testing Him. Okay? B'chapanim, Akopanim, so that's just Mechazik, the idea that Shrius Libom is Takshul Ravchem, it's the same thing, Shorir, means tough. And um, leaving Mitzrayim is an invitation to leave the place that, look what happens when they actually leave. Look what happens is Mitzrayim was, Mitzrayim, Pari was Kasha, he was a Dunim Kasha. Because he was a Dunim Kasha, he immediately avoided the Kasha. He was a hard person, and a hard person is not open to receive the Yad Hashem, and he's going to deny the Yad Hashem, and he's going to have a tremendous downfall. So, Anech Hashem Lekech, HaMachem Mitzrayim is recognized, don't be Kshelev, that's the Ikra message of leaving Mitzrayim, don't be Kshelev. And therefore, when Hashem always has a time on us in the midbar, no, they are makshas arpan, makshas arpan. And, um, and not listening to Hashem is to be halich b'shuris alev, to have that toughness of the lev. Okay. Okay, now in Pasuk Zayin it says, just to review, you may have said this last week, Pasuk Zayin, Yaisi spoke kashos, and he said, ayin basim, ayin basim. Now why is ma'ayin basim kashos? Why is that harsh? Because the message is that you don't belong here. You're not from here, you're from somewhere else. And um, you don't belong here. Otherwise, why are you asking my ambassador? You can ask him, what are you here for? But no, he's asking my ambassador. You're not, you're not from here. You're not, you don't belong here. And as we discussed in last week's year, there's a whole focus over here about which arets. And Pazik Vavah repeats arets three times. And they're coming from one arets to another arets. And the whole story of the whole theme, the whole idea of arets Kanan and Ezra time is that there's two kinds of arets. Ezra Kanan is one type of arets, and Ezra time is another kind of arets. And they came from one to the other. And Yosef says, you don't belong here. This is not your kind of aretz. And they said, it's true, it's not our kind of aretz. But we need food. Now, um, I want to bring this even deeper. Mitzrayim is kosher to them, right? In other words, Yosef is harsh to them because he says, you're not from here. What's the harshness? The harshness is, this is Mitzrayim. And you guys are not from, are not from here. You don't belong here. What's the difference between Eretz Kanan and Eretz Mitzrayim? The difference between Eretz Kanan and Eretz Mitzrayim is that Eretz Kanan is not, does not have the, the havtocha of being, of wealth. So what the Pasuk says, this kashios that Mitzrayim has, which is that they have asher yana azis, that they have the power, when that comes up against Canaan, so they act tough to Canaan, because you're from Canaan, you're the soft people, you're the ones who might be poor, you could have a rav, and we're the ones, we're here in Mitzrayim, we don't have a rav, and that contrast between Mitzrayim and Eretz Canaan, those two arotzes, when those two arotzes come face to face, that's kosher. Response is kosher. We, we have, we're the asher, you're the tachnun amidah rush. You come begging and saying, no, we just need food. And Mitzrayim is the asher yana azaz, says, this land is better than your land. And therefore, it leads to this kosher. And the kosher is expressed in me'ayin basim. Okay. Fine. And they, so in other words, in other words, what I'm saying is like this. When, when Yosef says to them, he says kosher, it's me'ayin basim. Right there, we see that Eretz Canaan is different than Eretz Mitzrayim. And that's Canaan has a different way, different approach to earning their bread. And their approach is, as we discussed in some previous room, the approach of Eretz Canaan, the approach of Bnei Yisrael to earn their lechem is Bahim Shamoya. And it's right to Hashem, it's Yireh, it's Yachal, Machastai. In Ma'idin, Anovim Hashem, Mashbal Shama de Oetz, the Balagaiva get lowered and the Anovim get raised. And here, Yosef is acting with Gaiva, he's speaking Koshais. And the Mahalach of Eretz Canaan is, as it says in the book of Zayin, Hashem is going to send the rain when you are an Onav. And the rush is going to be lowered. But they, 
So that's what's really happening in this passage. They could have turned around and said, look at this guy, he's kosher, he's a Russia, let Hashem lower him to the Aretz, and we talk, don't need him. We're going to go back to Canaan. But they said, no. They said, meaning we're here. We left the land of Canaan. We're not doing the Canaan thing anymore. We can't, because they're not Yeri Hashem. As we discussed, they lost the Ruach. They had to do it in the Derech of Basavadam, which is Gura Sasus, and Shaykeh Ish. So, we are now accepting, even though we're Taka not from here, we, we're from a different culture, a different world. Our world is a world which is not Kasha, because we have, we're susceptible to Rav. But now we're being Nichna to you, we have no other way. Dov, could you pass me a cup of water, please? Okay, so that's what's happened, that's what happened till now. As I mentioned last week, but I won't deal with this more because I don't have what to say. There's a big question over here what the connection is between Pasukhes and Pasuk Zayin. Right, already says Vayakirim, and he spoke to them cautious. What is this adding? I have nothing to say about this. You can look at the first and people can talk about it. Thank you. Just watch the wire. Yosef remembered the dreams that he dreamt Lahem. This Lahem is an interesting word. Um, some say it means Alehem. Question is what Lahem could mean that. Okay, so very strange Pasuk. He remembers his dreams. And therefore he tells them that the Miraglim. And they heard to see the Ephesus Aretz. So what is he talking about? Now there's two, there's obviously one simple way to ask this question is, what does this even mean? Ramban asks this, like, what, what type of business is that to go claim a raglam at them? It had to, it had to be some reason. In other words, simple, simple, from their perspective, right? They walk in, they hear before, and he's like, oh, a raglam at them. On what basis? It doesn't make any sense. So I'm not gonna talk about that. I wanna talk about a different aspect here. What is the Hemshech? He remembers the Chaloimis, and he tells them a raglam at them. And also, what does Ervas Arts mean? This, this concept, this term Ervas Arts doesn't appear anywhere else except for this passion. So first of all, just what do the words mean? What does Ervas mean? What does Ervas Arts mean? So I want to say a few shots in front of the Shem. Rashi says Ervas means the weakness, the weak point, where it could be, um, where you can come overpower it through there. Tashbam says it means of the Pirtzis, and it's based on a Pasuk in Shai test significantly. We'll see that Pasuk soon. Where the, the, the Rashbam reads it to mean the places that, are, that there's cracks, that it could be, again, that it could be broken into. According to Ben Ezra, Ervas means that which is shameful of the Aretz. Here to find, you're gonna see what's shameful of the Aretz, or what's hidden, Ben Ezra's Tupshat, or the part of the Aretz that people hide, that we hide, and no one's supposed to see, you're here to see that, okay? So now, so he's charging them with something that they're coming to look at something. The Miraglim, and they want to see the Ervas Arts. Okay. Now, I want to, like I said, really, if there's one level you have to talk about this in Pshat. What are they even thinking? What kind of claim is this? On what basis is he making this claim? But I want to approach this from a different angle. And I want to show that this, this kind of the Miraglim, and they're here to see the Ervas Arts, actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, and let's start with Yeshaya Parakutes, where, as I mentioned, Rajbam points out that we have in that parak, which is about the downfall of Mitzrayim, and about the Mitzrayim having a rub. There we have in Parakutes, Pazak Zayin, we have this word, Orois, Orois. Okay, Parakutes, Yeshaya, Master Mitzrayim, 
So next to the R, Arais. Arais. What does that mean, that word Arais there? Everything next to the R is Arais, and all the Mizraya R is dried up. So that Arais, says the Benazer, means stripped. Everything that means the, the, the shore of the Yar was stripped bare. All the all the um, all the, the the vegetation that grows next to the Yar was um, stripped bare because everything dried up as a pass against, and therefore all the fishermen are sad, etc. etc. Okay, so Mitzrayim, we're in we talks about this this drought in Mitzrayim where the river dries up and then everything along the air is going to be stripped bare. Okay, so on the basis of that then, we would read this Pasuk very simply. When, when Yosef tells them you're coming to see the Erevas Arts, you're coming to see the Eretz Mitzrayim stripped bare, so oh, he actually has a point here. He's saying, look, you know, that's what's happening here now. There's a hunger and you guys are want to see Mitzrayim bare. Okay, you want to see Mitzrayim naked. You want to see Mitzrayim lose everything on it. Now, it's not a crazy thing because let me show you this because the fact is ultimately the Pasuk says when he told them it's Mitzrayim he dispelled Mitzrayim he took everything out of Mitzrayim and they saw did take everything out of Mitzrayim and this is just a little bit too still so we can empty out Mitzrayim and in Hesheya Hesheya Perk Beis Pasuk um, Yud Aleph, talking about how Hashem made Chayisol wealthy. The previous pasuk is Bechesef Hebesi Lav Vezav Also Laval. It's talking about Bizas Mitzrayim, and since they we abused it and used it for Avodah says pasuk Perek Beis Pasuk Yud Aleph, Hashem is going to take it back. The Tzemer pitched him that Hashem bestowed upon us in order to cover our nakedness. Hashem is going to take it back. Vitzalti. So when he tzalt them as Mitzrayim, we took the, the clothing from Mitzrayim. We made Mitzrayim bare. We despoiled Mitzrayim and made it bare. So Yosef is charging the brothers with saying, you are here because you are very interested. You are very interested in this in this possibility of Mitzrayim being laid bare. Okay. Fine. Now, I want to show you why that's the case. Why it's actually the case. So what I'm saying is like this. What I'm just stressing is there's... I'm, I'm sort of approaching the puzzle backwards because I'm just pointing out something very, very significant, and then we could perhaps we could read this back into the puzzle. We we'll have to think about that. My point, the thing I'm pointing out is that the, the brothers of Yosef do have a great interest in Mitzrayim being laid bare, as he charged, and that they are miraglim for that. He's not saying a crazy thing. They are actually miraglim who care very much about Mitzrayim being laid bare, and here's why. As we mentioned last week. As we mentioned last week, um, and a few weeks, keep on mentioning this. The Pasuk says in the Bible that Eretz Mitzrayim is not like Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because in Eretz Mitzrayim, there can't be a rough. Therefore, Hashem is Doirish Eisef. So again, to repeat the obvious, had there been a Rav in Mitzrayim, had this Rav, had this story gone, Harry has a dream, there's going to be a Rav, 
And Yosef would have told him, yes, it's going to be rough, and there's nothing you can do, and Mitzrayim is, is over. Had that happened, we wouldn't have this pasuk in Sefer Torah that says, Mitzrayim is not a Gertz Kedah, Mitzrayim is a good place where there's always water, I mean a safe place, where there's always water, and that's the Kedah, there may or may not be water, so you need a Zeichel in it. So the whole, the, the Sefer Bereshis, Sefer Bereshis, where there's a Rav, a Hirav Barat, and you go down to Mitzrayim, is... Is, is, is the background for the Pesukim and Dvarim. Say, look, there's a difference between Eretz Kanan and Eretz Mitzrayim. In other words, the stories of Bereshis, it's not just that the stories prove that, but the actual history of the difference between Mitzrayim and Kanan is what gives Eretz Kanan its character as opposed to Mitzrayim too. The fact that it happened. It's not, I mean, I'm, not just, I'm not just saying that, oh, had something else happened, we wouldn't have had that buzz. I'm saying Eretz Kanan, it's like Eretz Mitzrayim, is that, look, we're following in the ways of the others that they had this experience. It's a Kanan experience and a Mitzrayim experience, and they didn't like Mitzrayim, and does not like Mitzrayim, it goes back to Pashas Lech Lecha, the Hainu, Pashas Lech Lecha, where there's a Rav, where Hashem told Avram, Lech Lecha, it's When did Hashem show him the Oretz? After he went down to Mitzrayim and came back. And like, was Nifrad Mi'imai. Hashem Omar Avram, Achrei, Paradli, like Mi'imai, Sonna, Enech, says the Ben Ezra, that's when Hashem did Areka. So, till then, it wasn't yet mukhra what the Aretz Asharek is going to be. Maybe it's Mitzrayim. Maybe it'll be Mitzrayim. Avram goes down to Mitzrayim, and no, you know what? Mitzrayim is not so interesting. Mitzrayim is a place where there's no Rav, but because there's no Rav, the king could do terrible things. He could take Sarah. And still, he's, Panos is great. He's still, he's, still, he's still a place of wealth. So therefore, the Mitzrayim is not the place of our echo. Rather, we have to go back to Eretz Kanan. And Lloyd doesn't learn the lesson, so he takes the place that, that is Keretz Mitzrayim, Kigan Hashem Keretz Mitzrayim. And Avram says, I'll take the rest of Eretz Kanan, which is Lloyd Keretz Mitzrayim. And oh, that's, this is the spe- now Eretz Kanan becomes special. This is what's special, is that there's a place that's Lloyd Keretz Mitzrayim. So the story in Pashat Lechlecha is the same thing that says in Sefer Dvarim. The difference between Eretz Kanan and Eretz Mitzrayim is that there's, that there's a Rav. And therefore, in Eretz Kanan is a place of Ahim Shamaya. And that's what Avram chose, or created, or discovered in Pashas Lechlecha, that there has to be a land that's all old Tavahim Shemoya, and not the land where Vayelech Avram and Vayiroi Sesoy Pare, Vatukachisho Beis Pare, and Pare still didn't have a Rav. Adarab, he's the place where he saves you from the Rav. That's not a place, that's not the Arts Shabbat. So now, so when Avram went down to Mitzrayim, He's going to see if Eretz Mitzrayim could be Keretz Kanan. So now, okay, the Shvatim, now Yosef goes to Mitzrayim, and basically Yosef, by, by coming to the rescue of Paray, and by joining forces with Paray, he made that Mitzrayim was not Keretz Kanan. And as we've been discussing, there's a major machlekes between the Yosef and the brothers. The brothers, Yosef is a Chalim Falamis. The reason why, let me just tell you this, the kids, if you haven't been here, that why the brothers kill Yosef, or why they want to kill him. What it says in Parashat Vayeshev is basically, in so many words, is that they want to kill him because he's a Chalim Chaloimus. And he mixes Chaloimus with Devarim. And Devarim means Nevuah. The Devar Hashem is called the Dover. And Yosef mixes, as it says in Yemir, don't mix Chaloimus with Devar Hashem, don't mix Tevim with Bar. And Yosef, who's dreaming about Bar, is, he's going to eventually take care of the Bar, is also mixing Tevim, which means we're going to go down to Mitzrayim for Lechem, but we're going to end up busy with the Tevim and end up forsaking Parashat Shemois, and avoid the Kosher and Yigiyah and so on and so forth. The point is that, that Yosef is mixing Chaloimus with Devarim. That means he's coming to the Shvatim and talking about the future, and he's talking about it through dreams. And the Shvatim want to talk about it through the Devarim. They're not interested in the dreams. And what that means is 
That really means is that dreams, dreams are the way that we that we can deal with the future, even without nevuah. Um, which means even without the deal of the future, a chaloim doesn't give Yosef. A chaloim doesn't make Yosef know what's going to happen. A chaloim makes Yosef act because of what he expects to happen, even though it's not a nevuah. And that's not the main point. I should stress it. The main point is chaloim is not nevuah, and the brothers don't like Yosef because chaloim. Because how can we not do nevuah? How can we not looking for the Dvar Hashem that's goli? And the reason why Yosef is not doing that is because Yosef knows he's going to be a godless person. He, he has a different role. His role is not to communicate with Hashem Begolim and do Nevu. His role is to do something else. His role is to and to work as a mitzvah and so on and so forth. Okay. So B'Kitzah, Yosef is a godless person. And he knows he's a godless person. And when he grows up, he's a godless person because he's not doing Nevu, he's doing Chalaymas. And that's why the Shvatim are going to kill him. What are you doing? What are you doing having Chalaymas? You know, let's have Nevu. What, what, what type of business is this? He comes to us with Chalaymas and telling us that this is Shemura. This is how we know how to live. That's not how we live. Okay? That's why they want to kill him. So now, so we get to Yosef is pro gullus let's say. Meaning Yosef believes Mitzrayim should be Mitzrayim. And he comes to Paroi and, Paroi, and Mitzrayim is about to become like Eretz Yisrael because it's about to be hit with a rub. And Yosef is like, no, 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 Shalom Paroi. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to be the one who could support, who could create, go, go, I'm going to make this place be Chutzlats instead of it potentially becoming Eretz Yisrael. Now, if that's the case, so let's let's look in Shai Perkites. In Shai Perkites, it says Mitzrayim is going to have a rub. Finally, Mitzrayim is going to dry. It's not going to happen eventually. Even though, meaning what happened in our story is that it happened, but Yosef basically neutralized it because it didn't matter because he stockpiled the grains. Everything was fine. But in Shai Perikites, it says everything's going to be dried up, right? We saw that Pasuk Everything next to the river is going to be stripped beer and everyone's going to be depressed because no one, no one knew the Asa Hashem. We are Yechachamim. None of Yechacham could have predicted what's happening. And this time, apparently, Yosef is not going to come to the rescue. So what's going to happen? Prosecute Ches. is in Perek Finally, finally, Mitzrayim is going to be pledge allegiance to Hashem. They're going to speak the language of Canaan. And this, as we discussed, Yosef went out and Svas loyadati Yashma. And he says, Chei Paroi. Instead, they're going to be, they're finally going to turn around. And they're going to swear... Um, by Hashem, and one of them is Ira Harris. We spoke about this by Kayan Ein. Yes, by the daughter of the Kayan Ein. Fine, not to go into that. And there's going to be Mizbech la Hashem, and Mitzrayim is going to dive into Hashem, and Vyodu Mitzrayim is Hashem. Amazing. Vyodu Mitzrayim is Hashem. How? How's this going to happen? Because they're going to be, Hashem is going to smite them, and then he's going to heal them, and then they're going to discover Hashem. That we're going to discover Hashem and the pasuk, the the, the culminates the climax is that Hashem blesses him and says Baruch Ami Mitzrayim. So Mitzrayim is going to become the Am Hashem. Okay, amazing. Mitzrayim is going to be Am Hashem. So this Lu Ami Shemeli, who's the Am Hashem? We're supposed to be the Am Hashem. We're supposed to come out of Mitzrayim and be the Am Hashem, right? Because Mitzrayim is not the place to be to be the Am Hashem. The reason why Mitzrayim is not the place to be the Hashem is because Yosef made it so, or meaning because because it says in Perikites and Yishai, okay, one time the time is Taka going to get a rov, and it's Taka be Nogoyf. They really have to have Nogoyf, and then they could get Rofoy, and then they're going to recognize Hashem, then they're going to swear in the name of Hashem, they're going to be Mizbech Hashem, and they're going to, Hashem is going to be Yodu Hashem, which is like it says by Klai, so be Yodu Hashem. And finally, they're going to know it, and they're going to be called Ami. Okay? So, 
So then I would say, so, so then it seems that actually the brothers are Amaraglim here. I'm very interesting in seeing that episode. Because the Mamsh Maraglim, like the Maraglim went to the land of Canaan, like maybe this could be at Canaan. So, oh, like Avram, he went, when the Hebrew of Avram, he went from the time of because Chavid it's also Maragal. He's going to see, maybe this could be at Canaan. And Taka, when Mitzrayim will have, when the Ervas arts, when the arts will be stripped beer, Mitzrayim will, in fact, be the land of Canaan. So Yosef, Yosef is like, hey, you guys, you're big Canaan. I'm a Mitzri, Yosef's a Mitzri. He's very happy with Mitzrayim being not Eretz Mitzrayim, Eretz Canaan. But he remembers his dreams and the fact that they are not masking to his dreams. They're not masking to his dreams. They don't want, I could say they don't mask him to Golas. They want Nevuah. They want, they hold that everything on Hagah has to be on Hagah Vayetz Yisrael. So what are they, so because what do you guys want? And he's like, you want everything the opposite of what I'm doing here. You want this land to be strip beer. And I'm the one who's, um, who, is protecting Mitzrayim from from being stripped till there's nothing left, because even though there's a rav, I I, I save the tour. Right. Well, he remembered what happened inside the dreams, you know. Right. He remembered the content of the dreams. Yeah. Let's figure out that lahem. Uh, yeah, yeah. This I pointed out the lahem is strange. Um. To think more about that pasuk. What does it mean? Chalaynas. What does it mean? Chalaynas. Chalam lahem. How you chalam lahem? What does it mean? Rashi says lahem. So we have to look into that. We have to think about that. Yeah. Okay. So that. So then. So like I said, I'm not doing this pasuk justice because it wasn't medayik the pasuk well enough, and the stages in the pasuk and what exactly is Yosef arguing to them, but. I'm just bringing it from a little bit from the outside over here, that the taina that the Maraglim and that they care about the Eros Oretz actually stands. They are very interested in seeing, right? Who's not interested in having Mitzrayim be called Ami? And Mitzrayim being Nishba B'Shem Hashem Tzavakis and Davis Fas Kanan, wonderful. It's great. That's what everyone wants. So, so, if we, so if that's your agenda and, it's, and, and Mitzrayim is almost there, and he says, oh, I know what you guys want. You don't like what I'm doing here. And they said, no, 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 it's okay. We just want food. We're not coming to, to usurp you. On the contrary. But the whole Aretz and Pasuk, whatever, Pasuk Vav, the Aretz, 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 right? The whole idea that there's two types of Aretzes and Me'ayin Basem, Eretz Kanan, Eretz Mitzrayim, and, and Yosef is, is trying to hold on to Eretz Mitzrayim and make it not be Eretz Kanan. That's it. So the simple thing, when he tells him, well, let's see, he tells him you're spies and, and, you, and you want to capture, what, do you mean? what does that mean? Even simple question. Oh, yep. Some, somehow, some theory over here that they're working for Canaan to um, infiltrate Mitzrayim, I don't know, and capture Mitzrayim. Okay, fine. So I'm saying it's Taka, I say, Taka, the whole question of whether Mitzrayim is going to be like the land of Canaan is totally in this, in this parasha. And the brothers, who, who, whose shita is the Eretz Yisrael shita, that uh, we have to be all over to rub so that we can have Rahim Shamaya and fear Hashem and so on and so forth. They're very interested in the fact that Mitzrayim is just about there and, and is about to become stripped beer, and that's going to make it like Eretz Kanan. Now, one important thing. Um, it's interesting, Russian, Ervasa Eretz, Ervasa Eretz is not a good thing. Meaning, do we talk about Eretz Yisrael and say Ervasa Eretz because, oh, Eretz could be stripped beer, so it's Mordek as Ervasa Eretz, about not. But the Pshad is, this is, this is Yosef's perspective. In other words, let me, say, let me put it this way. 
we don't look up this psukim, but it, it says in um, in Yermir, where it talks about the river coming up, the river of Mitzrayim comes up and is mechasa the arts. We spoke about this psukim in Amis also, that the Nile River was supposed to overflow and cover the arts. So Yosef is really keeping the arts covered, meaning Hagam the Nile River didn't overflow and didn't create the vegetation. But Yosef has figured out a way to keep the last years and seven years vegetation and Kilu this chatzir on the arts, whatever. So from Yosef's perspective, the fact they want the arts to be beer, it's an erva because he holds it's a good thing. No, if you believe in Eretz Yisrael, you don't say Eretz Yisrael. But if you want Eretz Mitzrayim to be like Eretz Yisrael, and Yosef doesn't want that, so he's like, oh, you still want it to be naked, right? His chachma had to be mechas to the Paris. What? His chachma was had to be mechas to the Paris effectively in order to preserve them. How to be mechasa, how to cover the Paris in the proper why? ground. Why didn't we cover it? Midrashim said that he would put it in the right, proper right, ground right, where right. it grew and that's what preserved it. Okay. I Meaning, Arvis arts is, if it's not covered, if it's not mechasa, if it's begulis, no, then no, the Paris no, will rot. Right, interesting. And there's no way of preserving the Paris throughout the road. Ah, you mean, so even though you're saying if the Paris themselves are just begulis. With the Kisli, Yosef's chak was gufa in the Kisli. You take that away, then it's going to be the Arvis arts, you have to cover it. Excellent, excellent. And it's exposed in the ground and the whole Mitzrayim Very good, very good. Yosef figured out a way to do a Interesting, interesting, yeah, interesting. Um, okay, I have to think more about that. Okay. Just an, as another point, like this. So now, think about this. I, I once heard this, but I, I didn't find a curse for it. Okay, so there's Erevasarets, right? There's the nakedness or the, or the revealedness. And then there's Gloisarets. The Pesach says this idea of Gloisarets. It says in, Pesh, in Sefer Shekhi that the pestle was in Micha, the pestle of Micha was there, done. And Yoin Gloisarets. Now, someone once told me, and I, I looked this up and I couldn't find it. That what is Gloisar? It's a first of Gilo ever, of course, right? So Gloisar is that when the nation leaves the land, the land becomes exposed. That's what someone told me. That. But I don't know if it's true. That Golis, that that's what Golis means. That the land becomes it's like the Erva. It's Gilo Erva, right? So now, so Gilo Erva, meaning that you want the land to be susceptible to Ravadat Meheiro. Like, right? you want the land to become a land that could be stripped bare of its vegetation and therefore of its people, right? That's what it says in, in Vayim Shemai. Because if there's no, if there's ervasarets, the arts is exposed, and the people have to leave it too, and then it's gloisarets. Okay, but it's just interesting, is that so? If ervas, like I mentioned before, that ervasarets is not a term that we have anywhere else, but but actually gloisarets maybe it's the same idea that the arts becomes naked. So now that brings us to the end of Pasha of Achaymais, where there's gloiserva. It's Gilu Erva, right? You can't be Megala Erva. And what happens if you're Megala Erva? Kamasi Eretz Mitzrayim. Veloi Soki Eretz Mitzrayim. Eretz Yisrael. Not Mekayim Eretz Mitzrayim. Mela Mitzrayim. They did this. They did Gilu Erva. And everything was fine. And this takes us back to Pari. Pari took Sora. And that's, okay, that's what they do in Mitzrayim. The Megala Erva. And nothing happens in Mitzrayim. And that's why Mitzrayim is such a terrible place. And that's why the Eretz Sharek is, is Canaan. Where you have to listen to Hashem or else... Or else what? Which it says in that's why It's probably the same thing. That I mean, Taki is also lashon of being thrown out from your kisa. Is it Taki? Why? Taki is the lashon of being expunged. No? Yeah, but not about kisa. It's not about. No, it means you're thrown out of the kisa. Right. 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 So there won't be anything left. Exactly. Exactly. I Meaning you take off your megal the Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So if you megal the erva, no people megal the erva, then the arets will 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 become gone. Taki it takes away your kisa. Right. 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 Now you're also what's my nagas is only a small thing. Oh no, one second. So my nagas, we'll get to a minute. No, but your is that the arets was was fine. It's not. It's it's not. Nothing in the arets had. There's no mechanism within the country 
So therefore, what? Therefore, even if he has a personal punishment, it doesn't it doesn't affect the whole halachah of the arts if it's not built into the to the nature to, to the weather system. So, so if you megal, so what it's saying the end of Pashtachimis, if someone's megal erev, if megal erev, then kemasayat mitzrayim, then kanan is different, and it's not mekayim sagavay, and it's going to be mitzrayim. So this is exactly what's happening over here. The Hainu, they went out to mitzrayim, Avram went out to mitzrayim, and I parted megal erev, and nothing happens. But if that's kanan, you can't megal erev. Something's going to happen. And Yosef is, Yosef is saying, oh, you guys are trying to make mitzrayim a place where you can't be megal erev. And um, I, says Yosef, consider that ervas arts. In other words, for me, that's an ervas because, because I want Mitzrayim to be mechosir, right? He doesn't hold this malach, so that's a, a shameful thing. But eventually, 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 this is what's going to happen. But you're not to have some time, as it says in, it says in, 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 in Sefi Yishayah. No go for When Mitzrayim will be indeed smitten, then, then when Taka happens, then they will find, come back and end the other Hashem. And then they'll become like, like Kanaan. Okay, so again, just to repeat, we still, I still have to learn the Pesukim. This is sort of not learning the Pesukim, just realizing that there's something, maybe a bigger thing going on over here, um, which is part of the whole, it's probably two days for the brothers, and as David pointed out, you have to read those words about Cholom Lahem, Cholom Lahem well, and, and the middle part, of Vayakar, Vayimlo, Yikur, that's what that means also. Okay, that'll be all. Now, Shemoy says, V'yidatim, Kenny Hashem didn't work out. Because ultimately, 